2: Rev up your automotive care with Amazon. For DIY projects and regular vehicle maintenance, Amazon Automotive makes finding the right parts for your car easy. You can use your garage to easily view, manage, and use the Automotive Parts Finder to find parts for your saved vehicles. Just add your vehicle's details to your Amazon garage. Then, shop with confidence using Amazon's Part Finder to explore compatible parts and accessories and receive customized recommendations. Get started today at
3: Amazon.com.
4: Ronananian. I really have nothing planned. I really have nothing scheduled. What are you talking
1: about today? Uh,
4: I don't know. So let's see how I do, all right? So this is all off the top of my head. I have no notes in front of me, as usual, but I really have no notes in
0: front of me.
5: The Car Doctor. Basically, says, so "Oh, look for fuse 8 and 18, which I go to the instrument panel, and they're, uh, they're good. Pull them, look
4: at them, and even if they're good, look at the contacts of the blades. Do the blades have any burn marks in them?
5: Welcome to the radio home of Ron and Anian, The Car Doctor. Since 1991, this is where car owners the world over turn to for their definitive opinion on automotive repair. If your mechanic's giving you a busy signal, pick up the phone and call in. The garage doors are
4: open, but I am here to take your calls at 855-560-9900. And now.
5: Here's
1: Ronnie. Well,
4: wait a minute, isn't this um, isn't this a week early, Tom? Have we uh have we have we jumped the broom too early? Uh the, the,
1: No, I'm uh. I'm just imagining you showing me uh, wedding pictures after the fact and having you wear the wedding gown and your daughter wearing that suit. Well, you know. Which wouldn't I, surprise me. You, you know what's going to be really great is they're going to let me make a speech next
4: week. And I'm, I've been trying to think for the God, longest no. time. Yeah, well, Oh, how, please how, no. How will I open, right? It'll be, you know, I thought my opening... Joke would be something, and not it's a joke, but it's a true statement. You know, it's, I'm very glad to be here. Um, you know, he, I'm just a little nervous here with a mic and a room full of people because I'm not used to working with people. Uh, you know, it's. I mean, so what are you going to talk about? Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's. Um, I'll have to think of it. I'll do it spur of the moment, like I do this radio show each and every week for everybody, uh, because I like. I like thinking off the top of my head. It just. It just puts me on the jazz, as they say on the A team. I was thinking about this. 64 ford galaxy and you have to think quick on your feet uh even with old cars right um well listen you got to think quick on your feet to do this radio show tom what do we have happen an hour ago do we want to tell the listeners again sure okay. yeah we had another
1: power supply go in a computer thank that, you very much yeah i i just <laughs> you know we're sitting <laughs> here scratching I'll, I'll our heads. Why. One of my screens disappeared and I said, Ron, go look at this computer. And Ron was on his hands and knees in front of the computer with a screwdriver. Yep.
4: Here we go. Let's change another power supply. So I think it's time to change that box, Tom. That one's definitely bad. But, you know, thinking quick on your feet is all part of a repair shop and all part of, of doing radio, right? I guess they kind of go together. We had a 64, that's right, 64 Ford Galaxy in the shop this week with an exhaust leak. The manifold donut on the right side had started to seep, and then it got worse really quick. And we looked at it, we pulled it apart. It's, a, it's obviously it's a restored car. It's not an original car at this point in the game. It's been done over a couple of times. And they had hung dual exhaust on it. With a factory H pipe, they put an H pipe in it for exhaust balance. and they kind of made it a little bit of a hot rod sound, and that's okay. And they used an asbestos style, the softer exhaust donut up in the manifold. And I remember in 64, I'm pretty certain they were a hard shim gasket, which is what the replacement catalog called for. But when we put that hard shim gasket in, which was a solid piece of metal that should have been sitting against a smooth manifold, which it wasn't because time had corroded and buggered up that that manifold that it just didn't sit flush. Um, we had to you know, do some wiggling and jiggling and trying to get it to sit in there. And we ended up, Having to take that old one out and find, which we actually had in stock in the back, we have a pile of old car parts sometimes that we get lucky we go through, and um, we use that. We use this exhaust donut from a... I don't know what it was. It's probably I think it was an older uh, Chevy. I think a 65, 66 Chevy Impala, because we still have a pile of those left over um, from some of the cars we used to work on way back in the day. And it worked. And I, I think the point became how I envisioned and saw the failure occurring because we had to disconnect the right side exhaust pipe, undo it at the H pipe, split the system and let it hang while we took the donut out. And I noticed the right side exhaust went backwards. It went to the rear of the car. So it's, it's stressed rearward. And I'm, I think to myself, you know, how much load does that put under the exhaust as the vehicle's traveling? going down the road under vibration and load and speed and on and off the gas and the exhaust is flexing. Is all of that pulling on the donut causing it to fail? Because this is the second, this will be the third one he said he's got in the car. I don't know, it just got me to thinking that the car of the future, you know, there's, there's always going to be something that you have to go back and look at and redesign and, and, and resolve. Uh, you know, here's a car that's 65, 70 years old. Um, you know, it's got some real old technology in it and you just sit there and you say to yourself, um, yeah, you know, why? Like, how can we overcome this? So I I think we've got them on the right track. We've got a soft gasket in there. My next step is I told him, you know, either consider we'll take the manifold off if this fails again, because I I put a little preload into the exhaust system to try and keep it squared away. And I said, if you want, we could take the manifold off, find a machine shop that will conically you know put a put a cone shape match the uh you know match the original steel shim gasket to the uh, cast iron manifold and we can kind of support it that way um uh, you know which would be better the other solution somebody suggested to us we were kicking this around the uh, kicking this around the room was to uh put some exhaust sealer in there which i don't really like to do it's 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 kind of sloppy looking it's a classic car it's you know nothing. Nothing says ugg like uh, glue on your exhaust system to show how it's sort of held together. So um, you know, just just different stuff. And then I sat there and I thought about the car of today, and and you know that car of today that we can't even get parts for that's five or six years old, and it made me really appreciate the old cars that much more because even though they've got their bugaboos to them and they've got their issues, you know you can you can still work on them. They're still very mechanical. They're very nuts and bolts, and I think that's what a lot of people relate to. I think people, more people, relate to that than they do to the uh, to the modern car. Um, I, I just question how that modern car is going to get fixed in twenty or thirty years. And I've said this before, and I'll say it again. You know that that modern vehicle, the guy that went out and bought that new z 6 Corvette or the the latest offering from any vehicle manufacturer the high performance car or the performance car that they hope to become a classic in 20 or 30 years and uh you know will it be and will you be able to get parts for it um you know and and what will it take to make it a classic it's um i've got an article here somewhere too i should talk about from research kathy she found something that talks about when does a new car become a classic and uh, we'll see if i can dig that up out of the pile of information i've got in front of me we can uh, talk about that this hour as well but Right now, i got to tell you, more important than anything else, at 855-560-9900, I'm here to take your calls and answer your questions. That's uh, that's what this radio show is about. And I also should point out that if you're within earshot of us and you're listening to us over the airwaves, if you have friends and relatives that are perhaps listening, you know, um, in an area where uh, the radio show doesn't air for whatever reason on a local affiliate, you can send them out to just Google search Ronananian.com. Uh, podcast, and you can pick up the podcast that way as well uh, via iHeart.com. So uh, we're out there on podcast. We're out there on uh, broadcast radio. We're trying to give it to you every which way we can because the phone calls keep coming in where you guys are just looking for us, so we appreciate that. we got a lot going on this hour. The phones are backed up. Let me pull over and take a pause. 855-560-9900. When we return, the garage doors are wide open. Don't go away.
2: Rev up your automotive care with Amazon. For DIY projects and regular vehicle maintenance, Amazon Automotive makes finding the right parts for your car easy. You can use your garage to easily view, manage, and use the Automotive Parts Finder to find parts for your saved vehicles. Just add your vehicle's details to your Amazon garage. Then, shop with confidence using Amazon's Part Finder to explore compatible parts and accessories and receive customized recommendations. Get started today at Amazon.com
0: Explore more stories like Alex's at Meta.com slash Metaverse Impact.
5: CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. It's the little lady from Pasadena. He drives that way,
1: but when it comes to fixing cars, Ron has car advice done right. 855-560-9900. Here's Ron. Hey, let's get over to Maureen in
4: Long Island and see what's going on here. 03 Pontiac Grand Dam. Maureen, welcome to the car doctor. How can I help?
6: Oh, yes, uh, Ron. Thanks for taking my call. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, the reason I'm calling is because this uh this uh is not an ongoing problem i I discovered um you know when I was driving it um the sense uh the signal went off where it said uh, oil is low, so I don't really know how to do that well to fill it, so it was filled by my friend who was in the car and um so we thought everything was okay, and then all of a sudden um about Five miles later, when we parked the car, the hole uh, or it all leaked out. There was a large puddle, it was a mess. And, um, well, I don't understand it. I had no, the thing is, I never had a warning on this. I had what was called, um, something that was ongoing that said. Uh, on my gauge, track off, and ABS, but I was told that was not a problem. I could still drive with that. That, that was. I don't even know if that's a warning. Probably. Well, not. H- hang on a second, and Maureen. Because you're into you're, in, t- you're in,
4: Maureen. Maureen, time. He
6: replaced the oil pres- pressure switch. He replaced it.
4: Right, Maureen. Listen, time. Let me um. Let me just jump in here if I can um uh you're you're into two different areas of the car you're talking about an abs oh. you're, you're talking about an abs problem and you're talking about an oil pressure problem the only the only thing oh,
6: that was most serious well the, the only th- th-
4: the only things serious. that they have in common is that they're both attached to the car but they're they're two different areas the first problem where the car ran out of oil are you are you trying to describe to me a, a situation where the vehicle ran out of oil and somebody had to add oil to it
6: well yeah cuz i wasn't uh, pretty good with doing it so somebody added oil okay and uh, but the thing is he replaced the oil press, pressure pressure switch right and they had to clean up the mess under the car. Right. It, it was a little costly. It was uh, almost $300. But uh, the thing is, uh, why I never had an indication of this before, at not at all. Now, I never really drove the car. I just drove you, locally. Why, why did the switch, the why did the
4: switch the fail? Door. Is that what you're asking me?
6: Well, why didn't I get a warning of some sort? You did. Uh, he told me why it failed.
4: Well, well, Are are you saying you never saw a warning on the dashboard? You saw a warning on the dashboard that the oil pressure was low, correct?
6: No. Oh, just this once. Right. once.
4: Well, that's the time it happened. That's the moment of failure.
6: But it all came out the bottom. Right, uh, because
4: that's where the oil pressure switch is. I don't
6: understand.
4: The oil pressure switch is part of... Let me me explain it like this, Maureen. The oil pressure switch Um, is attached to the engine. All right? And... It records oil pressure when the engine is running. Just pressure on any other any other component or product or anything around the house, or uh, you know, it's it's just oil pressure. That switch, which is on a twenty mm-hmm. one year old vehicle is made out of no it's about
6: 17 years old
4: okay well it's a 2003 this is 21 to me that's okay 18 years old all right we'll split the difference but still it's no spring chicken that's a plastic switch with a metal base the plastic got old and brittle and eventually cracked and fell apart who's been doing the oil changes on the car when was the last oil change done
6: Oh yeah. Well, no. The the last oil change, um, I was told that had nothing to do with it. No, I'm the not saying no oil I'm not. change. Maureen, was, I
4: didn't say it did. I'm just saying uh, no, when, no, no. when my was my last, last...
6: Change oil change was a month ago.
4: Okay. So I would be curious at the last oil change, did they happen to notice that switch leaking? Those switches leaking usually preceded the failure. So it's it's not that the oil didn't change didn't say anything. Well, it's not that the oil change didn't create it but you're driving an an older car, hopefully at oil changes, they are looking the vehicle over on a regular basis to see what kind of shape it's in and to prevent a failure just like this. Who's doing the oil change, a regular mechanic or a quick lube?
6: No, I had my regular mechanic do it, and I just got another... I had my regular mechanic do the oil change about three three weeks ago, and he didn't telling me about anything going on he just said you need an oil change because the oil was a little thick okay. that's all he said all right that was about three or four weeks ago
4: all right and it just now. might be listen it might be that it was leaking then it might just be that it's 18 years old and it just decided to fail but don't count on a warning it's it's not that every system can give you every warning under the sun Uh, impending before something like this happens, which is part of the reason why scaled maintenance and planned repairs are just, you know, part of the package. You're driving an older car. It should be looked over on a regular basis. Not saying it isn't.
6: So what you, I'm sorry, what you, what you suggest then is regular diagnostic checks every couple of months.
4: Well, hopefully if you're doing oil changes every four to five months, every, at least once every six months, twice a year, they're looking this car over. I don't know if I would use the word diagnostic. I think that's a, I, I think that's a, a, a token word at this point. We, we consider if we did a diagnostic that keeps us safe. I would like somebody to do an oil change. It's a little bit more than just draining oil and changing a filter. You know, I would, I would ask for an oil change where we're walking around the car. We're looking at tires. We're, we're peeking at brakes. We're looking at undercarriage rust. We're wiggling the front suspension. I don't think that's unreasonable on a car that's as old as this one, uh, especially if you okay. want to use it on a regular okay, so basis and keep it reliable. Sure. That's, yeah. I'm Absolutely. I'm sorry. Absolutely. That's, that's okay. what you
6: suggest I do. Yeah. To every once in a while bring it into either my old mechanic or this new one and have him just look at the oil and go around the car, correct?
4: Well, well yeah, why did you leave why did you leave the last mechanic?
6: Oh, I I didn't really leave him. I moved to from uh, Queens County in New York to okay. West Babylon.
5: Right. Okay.
6: And this was closer. There was nothing wrong with either mechanic. All right. That's fine. I, then you know I, I have what? No problem.
4: Start the relationship with the new mechanic. All right. And explain to him what you're looking for. You know, it's an older car. You plan on driving it. You know, he's your guy. And uh, you know, you want to make sure that when you take it out, you're looking for the problem before it happens. And see how he reacts to that. And, you know, on a regular basis, okay. if, you're, if you're changing oil regularly, it's, you know, an oil change is more than just an oil change in my mind, especially on something older. An oil change is that moment that gives the mechanic the, the opportunity to look over for, for legitimate, valid repairs and maintenance that the vehicle needs. And, and that's really what you're chasing. That's what you're looking for.
6: May I mention something sure. Uh, quickly? Sure. It says here in description, brake clean, B-R-A-K, brake clean, K-L-E-E-N. Okay. Must be the name of a product. He did something with the brakes.
4: All right, sounds like he cleaned and adjusted brake them. Brake clean. Sounds like he cleaned and adjusted mm-hmm.
6: them. Okay. You know, but... That... All right, well, how, how often should I... Get an oil change. I thought it was only about every three months. How how,
4: um, how many miles a year do you drive, Maureen?
6: I don't drive much. Right. Um, I would say when you say mileage, oh no, uh, I drive mainly locally. Um, okay.
4: So here's like here's here's, here's what. Miles. I, yeah, it sounds like you're doing less than five thousand miles a year, right?
6: Well. Basically, yes, okay. um, so about 5,000 miles All in. right,
4: so you know what? You're the kind of vehicle and the kind of uh, driver that I would be telling, uh, change the oil twice a year. Use a good quality synthetic oil. Use a good quality filter. If you want to stop in and see your mechanic after three months just to have him check fluid levels so he can get a, a benchmark of of how often fluids need to be checked on a regular basis, that's great. Um, if you want to do it every three months and stay with a good quality conventional oil, I'm just trying to be dollar sensitive. We don't need to you know, go overboard. But the fact is it's an older vehicle and the more opportunity to get a mechanic under the hood to keep an eye on things if he's doing his job right will benefit you in the long run. I appreciate the call, Maureen. I hope I was of a help. You be well. 855-560-9900. The car doctor's coming back right after this.
2: Give up your automotive care with Amazon. For DIY projects and regular vehicle maintenance, Amazon Automotive makes finding the right parts for your car easy. You can use your garage to easily view, manage, and use the Automotive Parts Finder to find parts for your saved vehicles. Just add your vehicle's details to your Amazon garage. Then shop with confidence using Amazon's Part Finder to explore compatible parts and accessories and receive customized recommendations. Get started today at Amazon.com.
0: Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com/slash metaverse impact.
2: Martha Stewart, the original influencer.
0: When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The
2: media mogul.
1: But the six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner,
2: the rise, the fall. And the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha
5: paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A
2: CNN original series, "The Many Lives of Martha Stewart," now streaming on Max.
4: Welcome back. We're on the car doctor. Um, You know, regarding Maureen, and I've got an email in regards to that. Somebody just sent me an email, Rich from Lexington, Kentucky. Um, You know, it's important to know that an older vehicle just sometimes and always in my mind, you know, a little bit of TLC, a little bit of a better look, a little bit of, you know, preventative care that, um, you know, whether it's 17, 18 or 20 years old, it's more than five it's uh, it's time to stay on top of it. Rich from Lexington, Kentucky just sent me an email during the break in regards to Maureen in Long Island. Uh, he says, hey Ron, Rich in Lexington, Kentucky, I drive an older car just like Maureen, and I just wanted to point out one of the products I've been using for years and years is from a company called K-Site. Have you ever heard of it? Yeah, actually, I have heard of K-Site. It's, it's been around forever and ever. Um, it's a product called, Rich continues, it's a product called Motor Honey. It's their high mileage oil treatment. I get it at O'Reilly Auto Parts. It works well for me, and I think it might I'd help Maureen keeping her oil clean and keeping her car on the road. Uh, Rich, Rich, I, you know, I, that's what I love about this show. You know what? Every time you uh, you hear a need, you can always uh, you always kind of jump in and point it out, and I, I I really appreciate the fact that you guys do that. So for Maureen, if you're still listening, take a look out at uh, K-Site. I'm going to guess and say maybe their website is ksite.com, but you can go out and Google search at C A S. K K-Site, a very old name in the automotive industry, so uh, um, some great products there as well, other things that they do make. Uh, Research Kathy has been hard at work. EV battery fires. She knows that this is on everybody's mind as far as uh, the battery fires in electric vehicles, and I've given up trying not to mention electrics because it keeps coming up. And this one was kind of uh, on point. Safety surrounding electrical vehicle ownership. The article starts out with Michael Taylor wrote this. It's up on uh, where did we find this? She found this at Forbes. So it's not uh, it's not places we haven't heard of. Safety surrounding electric vehicle ownership may have taken a critical step away from the threat of battery fires this week, with the confirmation of a plant for a breakthrough low risk battery. Clean technology firm, Graphene Manufacturing Group, GMG, whose graphene aluminum-ion chemistry ranks as one of the most energy-dense and lowest fire-risk batteries. So it's not a lithium-ion battery anymore, listeners. They've come up with another way to do this that, you know, they're going to make it a low-fire-risk problem. They signed on to an agreement this week with Bosch. We've all heard of Robert Bosch, right, the company that makes just about everything automotive. They're going to make a battery factory in Australia Australia, Uh, Australia, Australia. Sound is very important on radio. Graphene aluminum ion batteries also offer faster charging times compared with those made of lithium ion. Gee whiz, maybe we're on to something here. The article goes on to point out that graphene aluminum ion chemistry promises ultra fast charging that could eradicate range anxiety, not by stretching out distances between recharges, but by recharging up to 60 times quicker than the current best Lithium-ion cells, as well as hugely boosting the levels of energy recuperated through braking. So maybe technology will take hold. The cells also hold three times the energy of the best aluminum-based rival cells, and with no upper amperage limit, they are not prone to the thermal runaway fires that have made headlines recently from lithium-ion. Tesla's Model S has been in the National Transportation Safety Board spotlight Continues, the article continues, over thermal runaway fires, but lithium ion fires are just not a Tesla problem. General Motors this summer, we all were aware of this, right? We talked about this a couple of times up here on the show. General Motors this summer recalled its Chevrolet Bolt. Electric vehicle due to fire risk from its LG source lithium-ion pouch cells, marking the second major LG energy solution battery fire risk recall. LG cells were also behind the $854 million recall of Hyundais in South Korea this past February. United and Delta Airlines. You know, I think about this all the time. United and Delta Airlines have both banned Bulk lithium-ion battery shipments on passenger planes due to fire risk. And while the bad old days of the Samsung 7 have gone, remember that? The phone would catch fire. It could catch fire in your pocket or your pocketbook, whatever. uh, I think my mechanic, Danny, had a Samsung 7. And we looked at it one day, and the phone actually, the screen was starting to blister from heat. And, you know, I, Danny, you got to be careful, man. That's, you know, so yeah, it's all there. These lithium ion batteries, most airlines still carry warnings about overheating lithium ion batteries on smartphones, tablets, and laptops. Tom, when you travel, cause you travel a lot, you're on and off airplanes uh, with all the equipment you carry. Do you run into a lithium ion ban or, uh, uh,
1: I, you know, I, about the only lithium ions I have, I think are in my laptop computer. Right, um, do, do and no they, one's ever said anything about it.
4: Do they? So you can carry it
1: on. They don't say anything about you storing it under the plane. Um, um, well, I, I, no, I mean I carry it on. I, I, I don't, I, I don't check any baggage that has a battery in it. So, right, uh, and so I've never encountered that. Interesting. Um, yeah,
4: because I had thought that uh, you can... I don't think you can put lithium-ion in a baggage compartment. The article continues from Forbes. In August, a Tesla 300-megapack, megawatt mega pack, a cluster of lithium-ion cells to support the energy grid, caught fire in the Australian state of Victoria before it had even gone online. It burned for three days because nobody knew how to put it out. So the lithium-ion batteries are... A, I don't care how big your country is. Sooner or later, you got to put the fire out. Um, the cells in the megapack... Uh, something about firefighters is two of them were killed in the fire. Lithium-ion battery fires are becoming more frequent events. A huge concern as the EV industry grows and puts drivers directly on top of these battery packs in their cars. You know, next week on the wedding show, we've got Paul Eisenstein joining us and we'll have to talk to him about, uh, you know, I'm sure electric vehicles are going to come up as everything else seems to come up with Paul. He's just a walking knowledge of what's going on in the industry. So uh I'll have to talk to him about that and, and see where that is. Why is a, a graphene-aluminum-ion battery different? To close this out, GMG's graphene-aluminum-ion cells differ from other chemistries by using proprietary plasma-generated graphene. Um, I'm sure we're going to be giving high school science classes. In, in this stuff, because, yeah, that's what the kids of the future will be doing, right? Forget Autoshop. They'll be working on proprietary plasma-generated graphene batteries. Independent testing by Stanford University showed that GMG chemistry has three times the energy density of the next best cell. It also uses nanotechnology to insert aluminum atoms inside minuscule perforations in graphene planes. You know what that means, Tom? The aliens have finally landed, and they're, they're interjecting technology into our culture.
1: Oh, they landed a long time ago. Yeah. Um, That's why I wear a uh, tinfoil hat.
4: Uh, I was wondering what that new look was that you were sporting today. Yeah. Sammy so, I
1: mean, look, hey, Thanksgiving's coming. When you walk down the aisle in the grocery store and you go to get that foil that your wife wants you to get, keep it, Keep an eye out. There's a sign out that says there's a hat, free hat in every box of aluminum foil.
4: Mm, that's if you can find the aluminum foil and the turkey that's to true. go with it, which is, that's a whole other conversation. Hey, let's pull over and take a pause. When we come back, we'll go talk to Kurt in Arizona about his own BMW. Don't go away. I'm Ron Ananey and The Car Doctor. We'll return.
2: Rev up your automotive care with Amazon. For DIY projects and regular vehicle maintenance, Amazon Automotive makes finding the right parts for your car easy. You can use your garage to easily view, manage, and use the Automotive Parts Finder to find parts for your saved vehicles. Just add your vehicle's details to your Amazon garage. Then shop with confidence using Amazon's Part Finder to explore compatible parts and accessories and receive customized
3: recommendations. Get started today at Amazon.com com Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Champion and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with Bet MGM you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever.
0: Explore more stories like Alex's at Meta.com slash Metaverse Impact.
1: As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds,
6: it was shocking.
1: I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. It sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption.
2: I knew I was a dead man. Warning. It's even messier than you thought.
6: United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN.
0: Let's,
4: welcome back. Ron and Andy, the car doctor here. Let's get on over and talk to Kurt in Arizona, Oh one BMW. Kurt, welcome back, sir. How are you?
5: Hello, Ron. I'm doing well. Yeah. Thanks for taking my call, and uh, I love listening to you every week. How 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 are all your overheat
4: cars from the summer we talked, right? You had a car out there that was overheating. Well, you've, a got, a,
5: you've got a good memory. Yeah. yeah. You have to put a new water pump in there and a new radiator.
4: It was a Mini Cooper, wasn't it? No. Was it a, was it a Mini Cooper? No, no, that's
5: a... These,
4: it was the BMW. BMW. It was the BMW, the one we're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So... <laughs> Um, So what's going on with the Beamer
5: today? It's a 2001, and the the battery inside the key fob has uh, long since been gone, so I don't lock it that way. I have to lock it manual. But when I put that key into the ignition and turn it, sometimes I get nothing, no crank or anything. If I pull the key out and then stick it back in, it will then turn. Sometimes I have to do it two, three times, and then it turns, cranks, and starts up no problem. Is that a result of that battery going bad?
4: Um, it shouldn't be. Do you have do you have another key you can try?
5: No. I only have one key for it, and in order to get the battery out, you have to cut the key open. So those keys are expensive.
4: Gotcha. Gotcha. Let me let me tell you what you're dealing with here. You're dealing with BMW a BMW security system issue. All right. They call it, you know, BMW calls it their electronic driveway protection, or EWS. And 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 a few things happen, all right. Um, and I would probably tell you to start with a key and a battery, just because if you lose that key, I can't imagine the cost. My understanding is to flash these cars or to get keys, key codes. That you need to. So you know, you if you want to, if you want to do the, don't want to do the crime, you can't do the time. You got to have the. The, the, the right keys and so forth. Um, when, when you turn that, when you put that key in and turn it, Kurt, the onboard EWS or the, the anti-theft system looks at the key code, looks at the chip in the key and it reads it and it says, Hey, is this really Kurt or is this somebody with a screwdriver? Hey, it's really Kurt. All right. Let the starter crank while the starter is cranking. It then looks at the key again and then it looks at another second lookup table inside the PCM, and it says, hey, does the, does the engine controller match the uh, anti-theft system? If it does, then it allows the engine to pulse the injectors and make spark. So it's actually a two-step anti-theft process. Uh, very complicated. So, uh, you know, that's why I'm saying if you have any doubt, if you think the key is an issue... Um, I would see what it takes to get another key and have a spare and a backup, and I'd put the battery in it. It's a BMW. Don't you want to have the whole experience?
5: <laughs> right? It's just a drive-around car. Well. Don't need that experience anymore. No, is,
4: it, is that gone for you? Um, it's just, to me, you're trying to diagnose against, because the only other thing I could tell you is, do you have a factory-level scan tool for that car? No, I don't. Right. So let me let me lay out for you what you're trying to do, and I say this with love, brother. You're you're trying to work on the space shuttle with tools for a biplane. It doesn't work, <laughs> right? You, you, you know, it's it's push comes to shove. You can guess at the possibilities of temporary or permanent solutions, but it's going to take you a long time. We're only on the planet for about 100 years. I don't think you have enough time. Um, you yeah. know, I... I the other thing to stop and consider is the fact that the car's 20, well, it's 20 years old going on 21 while while parts are still available. Yeah, I'm okay
5: with it. Well,
4: I was going to say while I'm parts okay are still available, that. I'd grab what you could.
5: Yeah, uh, There, there seems to be plenty just price high, and I'm okay with this happening. I just wanted to make, see if it was as easy as the battery to change it out in the key fob than I might do that, but if it's not more, it's not worth it. Unless, unless
4: you could tell me when you turn that key on, if you could, if you had a, a scan tool that told me whether or not the EWS module is looking and seeing the key, I, I can't answer the question. In my mind, I've never, run, I've never run into it where the battery being bad would cause your condition. And part of what backs it up in my head is BMW, as a company, any car company wouldn't want a dead battery to disable the car it would put them in a bad way for a liability perspective. They'll prevent you from locking and unlocking it, obviously, with a dead battery, but they wouldn't like the anti-theft system not to work. You know what I'm saying? They always always design cars with the intention of how can they be the least amount of a pain in the neck to the consumer but still get their point across. Personally, I think there should be a way to disable an anti-theft system on any car 10 years old or older because nobody's going to steal it anyway, and it just becomes an expensive repair. Here you are. Right.
5: I agree. I don't even lock the car anymore.
4: Right. <laughs> so, you know, it's it's become one of those. So, uh but I would tell you this, I would you know, having having seen people go down the road of I've only got one key and then they lose that, I'd probably spend the money and get a second key. Just saying. Yeah. So I, probably I know a good it's,
5: idea. I've got a couple of those cars. Yeah, one I know key. it's
4: I know it's a beater for you, but um, you know, just, just my perspective, my way of looking at it. So Keys are expensive, okay. man. They're just a pain in the neck. You might as well bite the bullet and get it over with. All right?
5: They are. So, thank you much. I have a comment about electric cars real quick. Sure, real quick. I worked back in DC for a congressman for a while and I soon to realize that the guys back there everything revolves around Washington DC. They don't really think beyond that. So, what's good for Washington DC, they think is good for the rest of the country. It'll be great to have electric cars in Washington, D.C., but in Wyoming, Montana, it's going to be a lot more difficult. So my guess is electric cars on the coasts, some of those big cities, that's fine. Interiors can take a lot longer to happen. Oh,
4: yeah. Um, No pun intended. It's going to be a big shock to the system. That was pretty funny, actually, when you think about it. (laughs) Kurt, you have a good rest of the weekend, brother.
5: Thank you, Ron. Appreciate
4: it. You're very welcome. Be well. 855-560-9900. A big shock to the system. Tom, I think I have a second career coming. I'm Ron Any in the car, doctor. I'll be back right after this.
2: Rev up your automotive care with Amazon. For DIY projects and regular vehicle maintenance, Amazon Automotive makes finding the right parts for your car easy. You can use your garage to easily view, manage, and use the Automotive Parts Finder to find parts for your saved vehicles. Just add your vehicle's details to your Amazon garage. Then shop with confidence using Amazon's Part Finder to explore compatible parts and accessories and receive customized recommendations. Get started today at Amazon.com.
0: Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact.
1: As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds,
0: it was shocking.
1: I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought.
6: United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at nine on CNN. Welcome
4: back. We're on the name of the car doctor. We're, um, you know, as we head into winter and you know, we are right. It's getting colder. Uh, you know, it's, it's time to start thinking about some car maintenance and some, uh, you know, just general things, what have you, or have you not done? Um, I, I will tell you this, and this is right out of the shop every week. We're seeing the problem get worse every week. There is a definite shortage of certain parts. Certain things are affected more than others. I, I have to categorize it and say, I believe, um, uh, anything with metal seems to be more at risk. Right now, I cannot buy a tire pressure sensor for the love of money. It's uh, it seems to be an obsolete or, an, or non-existent part. Not that it's obsolete, but they're on inter outer galact- outer space, intergalactic, outer space back order, as I like to say, if I can remember the words. And uh, you know, just something to be aware of. So don't wait till the last minute to get your vehicle ready. If you haven't had it into the garage in a while, get it in, get it serviced. Uh, you know, if it's a little early and they tell you, hey, you know, you're going to need brakes in 5,000 miles and it's in the budget, you may want to do it now just so that you can, you know, it's done because you, you don't know what uh, the next couple of months are going to be like going into spring. Um, I've heard rumors to the effect that the supply chain shortage that we're seeing is uh, is going to go on until 2023, which uh, good, bad, or indifferent, you know, there you are. Um, a lot of companies are taking steps. Uh, you know to try and counteract and correct this. Um, I have to point out that um, Dorman, DormanProducts.com, Dorman's taking some huge steps. A lot of manufacturing here. They're manufacturing a lot of things uh, directly out of Pennsylvania now and other places around the states. We just started using one of their oil filter housings, uh, uh, Jeep Wrangler 2014 Jeep Wrangler with the plastic oil filter housing. Uh, after six or seven years on the road, the plastic housing is just destroyed. It's just worn out because it's plastic. We got one of their newer products to market, their aluminum oil filter housings. Um, things a work of art. It's beautiful. It's it's really well made. And uh, it was made right here in Pennsylvania, uh, right here in the States. So uh, Dorman is taking steps to uh, shorten the supply chain and thus eliminate the supply shortage. So uh, kudos to Dorman, DormanProducts.com. Hey, Looks on up. It's time to go. Another hour just flew by. I'm Ronanini, the car doctor, saying thank you. I really appreciate you being here, and I appreciate getting to spend some time with you. Till the next time, good mechanics aren't expensive. They're priceless. See you.
2: up your automotive care with Amazon. For DIY projects and regular vehicle maintenance, Amazon Automotive makes finding the right parts for your car easy. You can use your garage to easily view, manage, and use the Automotive Parts Finder to find parts for your saved vehicles. Just add your vehicle's details to your Amazon garage. Then shop with confidence using Amazon's Part Finder to explore compatible parts and accessories and receive customized recommendations. Get started today at Amazon.com.